Workplace session life in jujitsu. So, as you guys can see, I'm here with Muhammad Ali da Silva, uh, multiple time world champion, purple belt, brown belt, black belt, list goes on and on. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. So, guys, I won't leave with any ads. We'll get right into the show. Somebody got stuck in traffic, so we're a little bit behind, but for someone who was stuck in traffic, he's still all smiles. So, thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it. Um, for those of you guys that uh, are, are used to dialing into the show, you may have noticed I, I intentionally wore a smaller shirt today so that I look bigger. Because uh. <laughs> if I wore, you know, my actual size, it would have, it would have, I would have been too embarrassed. So um, we'll just jump right in and let you start with uh, just tell the people a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, the, the typical lead into a, to okay. a show. So first of all, let me talk about the traffic. <laughs> when I when I was leaving my house like two hours and thirty minutes ago, I text him and say, "Hey man, the traffic say one hour and twenty. Yeah. And last night was forty minutes. So today was like one hour and twenty. I said, okay, I still have time. And then after driving like because I knew the the, the route yep, for yep. like an hour after driving an hour, I put in the GPS again and it was saying one hour and 30. It was like, oh my God. Yeah, that time of day just continues to climb yeah. and climb and climb. Yeah. You never really have. It's, it's, it's a mess right there. So yeah, I'm sorry about Facebook people who were oh, waiting, waiting for, for the five o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. So. Yeah. Let me see what we got. Uh, looks like there are some people that still managed to come in right now. Let me share here. So that's, it still worked out. So um, uh, one of the things that I kind of do differently here is um, I like to do a lot of research on people before they come on the show. Uh, and I don't really like to ha re-talk about stuff that you've already talked about. So I know recently you were on uh, BJJ Goons episode nine with Tim Spriggs. Um, guys, if you haven't watched that episode, um, it's up on iTunes, probably SoundCloud, a couple other places. I pulled it up on uh, iTunes. It's a great, uh, great podcast discussing your background upbringing, how you got uh, to the States, and, and a lot of other things that you talk about that. So um, still up, guys. Great episode. Like I said, I'm not going to rehash a lot of that because um, for sake of time, and I have other things I want to I ask and other things I want to talk about. So, okay. um, so I read an article, I think it was a 2018 article by uh, Chuck Roiland, or Ryland, I don't know how you, how you pronounce his name. It was called, uh, When Becoming a World Champion is Your Only Option. So um, just stumbled across that on the internet and it, you had a lot of powerful quotes in there. Um, and you may not even remember, you may not even remember it, but um, I wanna lead in because this is Mental Health Awareness Month, right? So this is really big, I'm a military guy, we deal with a lot of people who have uh, post-traumatic stress and things like that. So um, one statement you said, uh, and I have it written down, it says, I kept my demons away by doing jujitsu. When I found jujitsu for two or three hours a day, I would not think about violence or people doing bad shit. I would just think about improving. That's where I found peace in my life. Like that is, that is really, really powerful. And there's a lot of people that jujitsu means that to them. Yeah. So explain that, explain that from per, your perspective, how important jujitsu can be in your life. Yeah, I think that comes first because nowadays, especially for me, that's myself. That's my job now. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't my job before. Yeah. 
and I didn't understand that like now you're doing something because you love and because you're trying to get better or whatever. Right. Now it's a job. Yeah. So you have to do it great. You have to win. You have to keep winning and stuff like that. Now it comes other stuff that makes you don't like jujitsu as much. Right. Right. You know. So for me, when I started, it was something that I didn't understand about myself. You know about like. It was a time of day that I could like turn everything off right. and deal with myself. Even though I was rolling with other people, I was dealing with my problems, mm -hmm. my fears and everything. So I think that's a great way for people to really, especially nowadays with this. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. 10 years ago when I started, it wasn't that bad, especially in Brazil. I don't know here, about here in America, that yeah. 10 years ago. But now, man, you don't have time to listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you listen to all these musics, all these podcasts, yeah. and all this information coming to you, you wake up and grab it, you know? So I don't think you have time to spend with yourself anymore. Right, right. So every day gets deeper, you know? You train Jiu-Jitsu, now you know, you really know yourself. How, like, how do you deal with problems? How yeah. do you deal when you're stuck somewhere that you don't want to be? Do you freak out or do you... Breathe one yeah. more time, or you yeah. wait one more second, or ten more seconds. Can you really like hold something for ten seconds with something that is really bad? You know, so that's why I think that's the way I try to approach jujitsu. Yeah, because, I like that. Yeah, you, because you learn how hard. you can handle yourself in in a tough situation. And it's hard because like now is my job. You know, I have to make sure like like I want to keep winning and stuff. You want to win? Talk about that too every second, moment. but. At the same time, it's not about winning. You know, winning is this. You know, tournaments yeah. are this. And it's hard for me to, you know, switch. But I think a lot of people, they, they get the benefits from Jiu-Jitsu because they're not really thinking about competition. They, they get like, I got 30 pounds to lose. Yeah, I don't care about no competition. Yeah, yeah. You know, even I'm winning or losing, if I, lost my, if I lose my way, I'm fine, you know? Yeah. So it, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Like, it, Every, everybody has, has their purpose. And it may be, like you said, hey, I'm just here to lose weight or hey, I'm here to just let everything go for the day and, and work. I'm here for community, some like-minded people that are together to make friends. Like, Yeah, like I, I've been through two hours of traffic. I'm not mad at all because I have <laughs> a hard practice this morning. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people now, after those, like this traffic, they're going to be mad. They're going to yeah. get home mad. You yeah. know, and... The, Whatever, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just different. It's a, it's a different way to approach life, yeah. you know. So, so let me ask you, so I know you talked to uh, JP on the way in. So tomorrow's the Trap BJJ Invitational here at the compound. Uh, we got a lot of people competing tomorrow. A lot of young, young, up-and-coming people in the local area. Um, so another quote from that same article. You said, desire is not enough. It's more about discipline than desire. Many people want to do a lot of things but they don't have the discipline to do what it takes. So what, what drives you? What's your motivation? Like, uh, so a lot of people know Simon Sinek, right? Start with why. So w what is your why? You it depends, it changes a lot. Yeah. And that's another thing too that I struggle with because when I first started Jiu-Jitsu, I didn't have money to buy a gi. Mm -hmm. I didn't have money to pay, to pay my membership for like, I didn't have money to pay Jiu-Jitsu, you know, like my bus, tickets i didn't have money to pay bus to go so i would have to walk 10 miles to go to the gym yeah or grab somebody's bike because i didn't have a bike you know a bicycle so 
so back in the day, my motivation was I want to have money to afford what I want to do. Right, right. But then one day, oh, so now I have money. So so what's your what is, yeah, yeah, so you change. You, you have to keep reinventing yourself. That's why I admire so much people who keep winning worlds. Because, man, I trained for 10 years to win worlds. Yeah. And then one day you wake up world champion, you know. I mean, most people don't, but one day you will. And yeah. then you, oh my God, so what? You know, so yeah. you kind of feel empty a little bit. Even though you got it, you feel empty, you know. So it takes a little bit to figure that out, to have everything in place, you know. So my why, man, now I have a daughter, you mm -hmm. know. So even though I still think about myself a lot, I have that responsibility now to right. you know be more organized do stuff to make stuff happen mm -hmm. that was always my thing like i don't have a plan b you know if i'm not going to college if i'm not doing this and i'm yeah. doing jujitsu there's no u-turns anymore yeah. it's, it's that was, that be was like, like you say you almost almost reinvented but out of out of necessity because now you're like okay now i have to provide you have to for, yeah you know so when you that I used to say that like when you don't have it's good when you don't have an option right so a lot of people when they get let's say they get a purple belt oh man I got my purple belt that's my first year as a purple belt so they have an option to lose for one year yeah, or not compete yeah all. and, and they're like no man all. that's my first year I have, yeah, I have yeah, this, yeah. this um, even though it's personal yeah People, because they compare to other people, they're yes. like, oh man, you know what? The first year is like bonus. Yeah, they're like, I oh, can, I'm, I'm going to take a year I off competing waste, so I can get better. I can waste my first year. So yeah. that's, and then second year, your ego is not going to let you do that again. And now you're like, you know what, man, I'm going to make this happen. Now. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I like when people don't have options because they make it happen. Or they just, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's like so they, say, they either do or don't, you know. So yeah. I like that kind of situation. No, it's like they say where, where uh, someone that's less likely in a normal situation to fight, when you back them into a corner, now they're going to fight. They have because to. they don't have, they have to. Or they, or, exactly. Or, or you, you either die or you try to do something. Yeah. Exactly. So that's it's the same thing. Let's switch gears a little bit. Um, I've heard you say, you said that on the BJJ Goons episode. Uh, I was also in the article. You say, I don't like the word humble. Uh, I think humble is when you think you're just like everybody else. And I don't think that's true. When I'm fighting, I don't see myself like other people. I don't want to be average. Uh, ever. When I say that, some people get offended. They think I'm cocky. But if you want to be world champion, you can't believe that everyone is just like you. So I will tell you that the first thing people say when they talk about you is, "Oh, he's so humble." It's so it's so oh funny. To, it's so funny to hear you to hear you say that. They say, "Man, he's so he's so relaxed. He's so chill. He's so humble." And then when I read that and I heard you say that, I was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty funny." But uh, uh, explain that a little bit a little bit more. Okay, so humble. The way I see it is that when you value yourself as everybody else, which yeah. is true, right? If we think about like human beings, we all the same. We all born the same way. We all yeah. gonna die. I mean, not the same way, but we all gonna die. And but when it comes to like something to something that you do every day, that you sweat your blood and you cry up like it's deep you know so you want to do it good you know your ego the only thing that it changes from humans to other animals is because we have this ego right. we have this option to do whatever we want right so that's why i don't 
I don't see myself as, as like I see other people, you know, because I know how hard I work. I know how hard it was to like learn English, to come here, yeah. to do everything that I'm doing. You know, I left my family behind. Now I have like family here, but it's so, it's so hard for me to just go there. You know what, man, whatever. It's not whatever, you know. I, I, I want to control everything that I can control. Right to get there and get the results that I want. If I don't, that's fine, you know, like, I'm gonna understand that people are working hard too, but at the same time, I, I don't, it's funny because people say I'm humble. Yeah. I, at the same time, I don't, how can I say that? I don't think because I'm a world champion, right, or because something else, I have the right to don't look at you as another human. Right. You know? Right. So I think you you have we have to find the balance between like the athlete mindset, the martial art mindset, the human mindset. Yeah. You know? Because we are humans. So it's kinda tricky. You know, it's hard to find the balance. Some people are too here, too there. Maybe I'm different for some people, but yeah, let's talk know. about that for a second. So uh, so we we talk about that that balance or that whether it's cockiness or arrogance or being sincere or being humble, whatever we want to call it. But uh, Team Lloyd Irvin has that, 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 that reputation of that swag or that confidence or the way that everyone pretty much carries themselves. Like they're already a champion. So is that something you guys talk about in the gym, like the, the mental aspect of, hey, if you say you're a champion, then you're going to be a champion or, or – or how does that work within the gym? Do you does everybody really carry that type of mentality in there? I mean, I've seen some videos. It seems. Yeah, Matt Lodge is actually writing a book. I mean, he wrote a book to talk about that. He calls "Grappling Game Flame." Right, right. But um, yeah, we talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about that. Like, I think it's because of the first culture. Mm -hmm. Because jiu-jitsu is a Brazilian sport, right? And we in, Bra in Brazil. We have a lot of Catholic people. Mm -hmm. Like most people are Catholic. Like religion is a big deal in Brazil. Right. So because of that, I think Brazilians are not used to self-talk. Like I'm not gonna talk about myself as a good right. thing. Right. They're gonna always be like, if it's good, it's God. It's, yes. If it's bad, it's demon. Mm -hmm. It's evil. You know. And I'm here in the between. In America, when I first got here, I understood that <laughs> people take responsibility for their own actions, actions and yeah. results. Right. And Lloyd is pretty good with that because he's all about results. You know, like if you're doing your stuff here, you should get your results that you want here. Yeah. If you don't, you think about that. But of course, it's not. It's, it's going to be better than you were here. You know, so. He talks a lot about that. He's all yeah. about because man, if you don't have the right mindset, you can have all technique you want. Yes, yes. You know, what like you see, I'm so, excuse me. You, you see in a lot of tournaments, like more technical guys losing. Sometimes strongest guys losing. Yeah. So why is that? Like why is it's just athleticism? It's just technique? It's just strength? It's just the mentality? Yeah. It's just the desire to win? Yeah. Is everything together? You know so. If you don't pay attention to the mental aspect of the game, you're gonna be behind. Unless you were like like me, I was raised in an environment that made me do something. Yeah. You know, I didn't have an option. I had to do stuff. You know, like 
So I was lucky enough to grow up in an environment that, I mean, I don't know if that's lucky or unlucky, but right. I, I was raised in an environment that it was like hostile, you know, yeah. it was kind of hard. And most of my friends are not here to tell the yeah. story. Yeah, anymore. it's it's lucky if you persevere and overcome, but if you don't make it through, then it's very unlucky. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. a lot of people, they never thought about that. Until yeah. they get in a situation that they have an arm bar. So now, let's say I got you an arm bar. And I'm here holding your arm. And the, my opponent is here trying to hold. It's not strength anymore. It's energy. Yeah. Because if I'm defending the arm bar. And I really feel. And I really feel that you're going to break my arm. I'm going to tap. Yeah. Even if it's not tight enough. Yeah. And it's, it's mental, right? It's but mental. sometimes you have the arm bar. It's tight. But I'm here, I'm not feeling that you want to break my arm, you just want to make me tap. Yeah. So you're more afraid of hurting me than I'm afraid of hurting myself. Right. And you're going to release. You've seen that a lot of times, if you see that Victor Belfort and John Jones. Yeah. It's all about my, like, the guy has the arm bar there. That's very interesting, yeah. And John Jones got a long arm, so the strength is not the same as somebody who's short, whose arm is shorter. He still wasn't able to get it because yeah. he thought it was breaking. Yeah. And then he, for a second, he, he freaked out a little yeah. bit, you know? So it's all about like believing and committing. It's mindset, yeah. You know? So it's interesting because uh, you're in a place now where they, they teach that, right? Or it's not, it's not really taught, but you talk about it and it's you a part absorb, of the culture. You absorb yes. that energy. But a lot of places don't even talk about that. They don't even think about They don't that. even think about yeah. that. So it's very interesting. If you guys are listening out there, if you're competitors, if you're trying to work your way up the ranks, you have to find some way to develop your mental edge just as much as you're working on your physical uh, performance, right? You, you have to, whether it's fear management, whether it's uh, any kind of mental training, right? Uh, if you head into a fight with self-doubt, then you're automatically outnumbered, right? That's what they say. So pretty interesting. Uh, moving on. So black belt world champion, top of the heap, right? That's how we look at it. Top of the heap. Uh, I just mentioned fear management. So let's talk about fear. Uh, what do you do for mental toughness? Uh, let's say fear management, performance, anxiety, and self-awareness. It's harder. It gets harder. It only gets harder. I'm saying that because a lot of people, they look at me or another world champions. Yep. And they think, oh, so now they are already world champions. So there is no more fear to overcome. But it's not, that's not true. Yes. Like the more you I'm so glad get, you, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, the more you get, the harder, like let's say if you, we, we all, like I'm poor. Let's say I consider myself poor, like middle class now. You want to become a millionaire, right? Because you think being a millionaire is going to fix and solve all problems that you have now. Right. And you probably will. But don't think that's gonna make you problems, you know, free. Yeah. You're gonna have millionaires. You're gonna problems have different now. problems. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you wanna have millionaires problems? <laughs> of course. I wanna have it, you know. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time first world problems. If you don't <laughs> if you don't think about that, if you think you you basically creating an excuse for somebody to reach something that you don't have. Yeah. It's like, man, you got that because you're a millionaire. 
Yeah. You got that because you were world champion. You got ah, you got that because you were Brazilian. You got that because you were American. You know, so when you assume that you're gonna have problems anyway, you're gonna understand better the journey. Yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna be easier, but it's gonna be you're gonna see the the reason why you're suffering or you're struggling about something. Am I saying that? I'm saying that because he asked me about like world championship. Yeah. So now you're a world champion and you don't want, like if you lose, 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 one day win, great. But now you won. Yeah. You don't want to lose it anymore. You don't want to, yeah. You want to, like you want, because you worked so hard to get it. And in 365 days, it's not there anymore. You have to do it again. That's anxiety and you stress know, so of a whole different you, level. How do you do that? Yeah. I don't know that because that's going to be my first time defending my title. Yeah. You know, so now it's, everything changed. And now everybody's studying your game. Everybody knows what, like, I, I'll go to the tournament now. Everybody knows what I'm doing. I'm like, man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, why don't you say other people? It's that, you know? it's that target, right? It's that target so that's there. Now the fears of the fear of losing increases, you know, and everything increases, like the fear, man. But at the same time, you're ready for that because of being, yeah. you know, climbing You've the been climbing steps, the ladder, and yeah. And then now yeah. you're in a place where you, you're holding or you're dealing with um, a pressure that most people are not comfortable. Yeah. But they're not ready, you know, and that's the way it's supposed to be. If you're getting ready for pressure, you're going to get pressure, more pressure. But that is fun for some people because they're ready for they're that. They're ready for, yeah, bring know? it. They're like, bring it. This is what, I'm, this is what I train for, you exactly. know. Exactly, you know. So in my mind, I think, like, if you assume that's going to get harder, you prepare yourself better. Right, right. But if you assume that, man, one day when I win my world championship, man, I'll be rich. Over, I don't, it's easy. No, yeah. It's not like that. The fighter, the fight is not over. It's never over um, unless you die. When you die, maybe we don't know. <laughs> do you do you have a uh, uh, some type of mental preparation you do, or is there a different? Uh, do you have a switch? So are you different off the mat, and then boom, when it's match time, you turn into a different person? Are you? Uh, I don't think so. I try to. I try to. Like Kobe Bryant says that, like confidence comes from comes with preparation. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think you, at the same time you have physical, mental, and technical. Yes, we can think about that separately, but it's the same thing. You know, as you train your mind, you get stronger. Mm -hmm. Or if you get stronger, you train your mind because you cannot have a strong mind in a weak body. Right. You know, so if you're training your muscles your mind is training to, mm -hmm. you know, because there is always the moment that you have to talk to yourself, man, I got to do one more. I need one more minute. I, yeah. I, I need two more minutes. I need, so that's the mental toughness, I think. Like, I don't know, you said about that, but yeah. I know I kind of don't <laughs> understand exactly how it works, but that's the way I talk to myself. Like, man, you have to put yourself in the stress situation. Like, I'm, I'm talking about physical stress. Right. Right, push. So your push. mind gets stronger. Yeah. So even though you can talk about stuff separately, it's the same thing. You know, so even though now technology is saying, man, if you train less, you're going to get better results. Yeah. Right? A lot yeah. of people say that, like, man, because they smart people are starting to, man, those are their results. Here. Yeah. If you train less, you're going to get better results. Yeah. If you train too time, much, it's not good for you. It's bad. Yeah. But at the same time, your mind here, 
you think you wear you you don't you you're not sure yeah. if you can take that stress no in your mind you say man i've never pushed this hard before am i gonna am i gonna survive am i gonna be able to do it i usually train you know lighter than this it's so different right. it's different if you like a marathon runner yeah you already know that you can run a marathon so now if you go to this science and everything if you already know you're capable of doing that now you're gonna trust the process wow But if you're not there yet, make sure you work. <laughs> you know, make sure you work because you're not gonna get the results that Bushesha has by doing what he does today. Because he he does what he does today, but he's been working for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, a lot of people think of like they read books and say, "Oh man, that's what these people do." Man, like, I'm gonna do that, but. It doesn't mean that you're gonna get the same results. Right. These people used to train like crazy when they were younger, you know. So I even say that sometimes being a dumb guy, being dumb, yeah, don't be that smart is good because if you're too smart, you're gonna think a lot about overthink stuff. Overthink it, yeah, you overthink and you're gonna, it, and you're gonna compare yourself a lot of, with other people, yeah. and you're not gonna trust your place, your gym, your coach. So now you're doubting yourself, you're doubting your coach. Yeah, you, you psych yourself out like everybody. You know, so you think you're great, but you, oh man, I'm great, but my coach is not as good. I'm gonna go to Atos, <laughs> and then you get there. Guess what? The guys who used to beat you once a year, they're gonna beat you every day, <laughs> and you're gonna get to the tournaments, and you're gonna get the same results. Yeah. I see that happen a lot. You know, I'm not saying that you should never switch or change yeah. teams. You you gotta do whatever you think is better for you, but at the same time, you have to be realistic. Yeah. Like, why am I losing? Is that my fault? Usually it is. It's usually your fault. Or my coaches or my gyms or whatever. Man, you can do whatever where you're at. You just got to... And some people, that's the last person they, they want to blame is themselves, right? They always want to point the finger at somebody else somewhere for their, their performance. Let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to September 2017. So... Uh, Washington DC, IBDF Open. So that was the first time I've ever seen you compete live. And that was uh, what I like to call it the arm bar heard around the world. Oh. <laughs> so what a lot of people don't know about uh, is the reaction from his, his wife uh, at the end of the match and then later on in the parking lot. So why don't you walk the, walk the people through that, through that event? So I went to a tournament <laughs> and It was like, GC is usually a tournament that we go, it depends. We have people who has been training and they want to test themselves yep. in Washington, GC. And we have world champions that are training to win worlds and they fight New York, they fight DC, which is me. Like I fight New York, I fight DC, but I'm really training for worlds, you know, even pens. You go there, you compete, that's cool if you win, awesome. But you're collecting data to right. worlds, right? So we all went to the tournament. I got there a little late. And then, I mean, not, not late. I got there by the time I was supposed to be there right. to compete myself. And when I got there, I see DJ. Hey, DJ, what's up? Blah, blah. I didn't even ask how he was because, like, I assumed that he's going to win the tournament. Right, right. And then somebody told me, hey, man, then DJ lost. I was like, what? DJ lost? Yeah. Who beat DJ? You know, they go, eh, but DJ Pooh got it. And then I started laughing. <laughs> oh my God, DJ Pooh got it. And then we laughing at each other. And then we're fighting Absolute, right? Yeah. And then I'm supposed to fight the guy who just beat DJ. 
And then I was like, oh man, like, I don't think I gotta be good. Like, he beat DJ. And then I went full speed. You know, I think I threw him. I'm not, yeah, I think I threw him. And he had his cross grip on my lapel. And then I arm bars him. Yeah. But as I did the arm bar, I hit my leg hit his nose and he started bleeding. And when he tapped, I was still in the air, so I couldn't release. Right, you know, I right. was in the air still. So his girl or wife, I don't know, was there. Right. And she got super mad. I feel her, but she jumped on the mat. <laughs> you know, so now imagine yourself like you're training jiu-jitsu like for 10 years, you were a black belt, and now you go somewhere to compete. Yeah. And you lose, which is okay. Yeah, it happens. Like right, yeah. you, you just lost. You mad? Your nose are bleeding. So you're trying to like control your blood and everything, and look up your girl on the mat. Yeah. Trying yeah. to beat the guy. <laughs> and I was getting ready to run. I was like, man, I'm not, like if she's here, she gotta like she gotta have hands or something. Yeah. She and came man, out. She came out to Zach Revenge. So yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it was crazy. It was bad for the guy, I guess. You know, yeah, man, it was just weird, a weird <laughs> situation. You know, like I was afraid. Yeah, guys, if you haven't seen that, uh, actually, that match, it was on. I think it was on Flow Grappling for a while. It's on YouTube. It was on some other highlights. I mean, it's out there. Bro. You can just you can just Google search it and you'll find it because it was really. I was standing right there, Matt's side, uh, and I had a perfect angle, the viewing viewing angle. It was it was pretty impressive. So, yeah. And then and then when I heard about that part afterwards, I heard that she came up to you in the parking lot too. Mm, I don't remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm gonna forget that. <laughs> I, she didn't say anything. I think they laughed because I, I, I had a couple more fights, yeah. and I think they laughed. You know, but it was kind of weird. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a great day. It was good. Like, good she turn would be single. <laughs> like she was my girl or something like yeah, oh, yeah. you're single now. <laughs> okay, I can take that. <laughs> so something else you mentioned earlier and, and, and actually you had an Instagram post that kind of brought it up and brought a lot of attention to it. You said fighting BJJ is still a hobby. And we talked about it a couple mm -hmm. times today. We yeah. talked about the money. So uh, and, and actually you're It's like you're gonna fight and win and that win is gonna make people know about you. But that's not the real work. The work that you're gonna do is gonna be like Instagram posts, because right, now right. you you can get even more popular. Like if you win, plus do a good job here, you can make yourself even more popular. And if you're popular, people wanna learn from you. And if they trying to learn from you, you can go teach seminars. You can open a gym and teach. Right. I'm not saying that you cannot do that without winning. You can do that without winning. But winning is a great, uh, how can I say, like a window shopper. Mm -hmm. You know, people are walking, they see you there, the billboard. Yeah, it's, it's an advertisement. Oh, yeah. I want to I yeah. learn from that guy. Yeah. You know, I want to learn from graces. I want to learn from world champions, you know. So it's kind of like, um, you know, when you graduate from college, you get the little certificate. Yeah, you, you get your put diploma. Your yeah. I'm yeah. now a lawyer, you know. So that's, I think that's what being a world champion means today. Like getting that medal means you, boom, you're yeah, something. it's the seal of approval. You know, yeah, you know, you're yeah, something there. But now it doesn't mean that you don't have to work. It's not like an NFL guy, a guy yeah. who wins the Super Bowl. They're not necessarily going to work. They're going to work. They're going to do stuff 
but they don't necessarily have to grind anymore. Right. With jiu-jitsu, you still have to do a lot. You know, just it was kind of surprised me because I was expecting that. Man, no, as soon as I win words, man, it's done. You know? Yeah, it's rest not. on your laurels, just so to starting. speak. Yeah. Just starting. But it's fun. You know, it's a fun journey. I'm loving it, you know, so... Yeah, I think I answered your question. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So if you guys missed it, uh, just to rewind, we were talking about uh, the perspective that the fighting BJJ jiu-jitsu is still a hobby because uh, you know the, the money's just not there. So it's almost I mean, like yeah, you make a couple thousand, you yeah. know, from uh, sponsors and everything. But again, it's not a, just about winning tournaments because a lot of world champions are struggling with this because they don't have the charisma, they don't have, they don't know how to talk. Yeah, you a lot of guys they don't even speak Portuguese. Yeah. You know a lot of guys in Brazil they don't they don't even speak Portuguese. How can a person who don't speak their own language learn other languages? Yeah. How can a guy come here if they don't speak Portuguese? How can they learn English? You yes. know. So if they don't communicate in Portuguese, how can they communicate in English? So that's the problem. If you have a, if you like trying to get sponsored or something, you represent like I'm representing this water here. I have to make sure people understand that that's the best water that right. they can buy. Right. You have to be able to convey that you know, message. Yeah, because you, like yeah. man, this that's the best water ever. Yeah. You know, like it's not the same type of water that you you know. So you have to make sure you. You're saying the truth, even though you're not lying to people. Like, yeah. man, I believe that my gear company is the best. <laughs> it's the best, you know, yeah. I believe. You know, they help yeah. me, I help them. So that's the thing that people don't realize. They think just because they're winning, they deserve to make more money than people right. that are not winning. But they convincing people to buy this product, you know, to... Yeah, I, yeah I think they have this, I, I kind of equate it to uh, musicians, right? A musician will have like a, a hit song, it'll be at the top of the charts, but they say, hey, the money is really from going on tour, you know, and then doing these signings and going out and seeing all the people. It's the same way you're doing seminars, you know, you're getting the sponsorship deals, they're doing sponsorship deals, and that's, what, that's what's making the money for them. So I view it the very same way. So. A um, couple few things as we wrap up, but I had the I had the opportunity to be uh, your training partner at uh, Fabio Gorgel's seminar a few months back. Um, really great for me, um, but I noticed that day you you were very deliberate, you know, going through the motions of the techniques, a lot of pressure. Is that your normal training style, or do you do you mix it up sometimes? Or um, seminars are different yeah. because you coming from. A mindset that you're not gonna see that guy again, and if you ever see that guy again, you're probably gonna, not gonna talk about that. Okay. Or you're not gonna be the same person. They're not gonna be the same people. You know. So, I would, when I went there, I wanted to learn as much as I could, and I understand too. I teach seminars. I know that in a two-hour seminar, if you're lucky, you're gonna get one thing that's gonna fit in your right. game today. All other stuff is going to be in your brain, but it might take a year or two or five to for you to, oh my God, I learned that five years ago in the seminar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's making sense right now. Yeah, where did I see that at? You know, yeah. but a lot of things that he was saying about controlling and having the, having the control, like the right grip in the right place in the right time and doing something that I was not used to, I really wanted to learn 
and first feel his pressure. Yes. A lot of people make a mistake that they go to a seminar and they are, they are afraid to ask to feel. You know, so I, every time I go to a seminar, man, can I feel the technique, please? Because jiu-jitsu is invisible, man. Even yeah. though you're watching, sometimes you think, oh man, this guy can just escape his hips a little bit. He's going to be on his back. But they don't know the pressure, right. the, the, the grips and the angles and everything. So I like to be perfect on my positionings. And I like to understand the reactions too. A lot of people, they learn the technique. Right. And they think about everything that they're supposed to be doing. But they don't think about the, the reactions that right. people are going to have when they, do, when they apply their life. Yeah. So now they get frustrated because, man, I drew that 1,000 times and yeah. now people are escaping. Because you didn't think about like, oh, these people are going to try to turn that way. You know, some people, flexible people are going to be like this. Uh, Strong right. people are going to be, you know, so you have, I think you should put yourself in a situation where you can learn from, pre, um, how can I say, see before it happens. Mm -hmm. like how to, to predict. Yeah, yeah to yeah, predict. Yeah. What, what are going to be the, the reactions they will yeah. have on, on these specific techniques? Yeah, I, I was at a, a Lucas Lepre seminar once and he was very good about that. He, was, he built the technique essentially off of the reactions that you would possibly see. He said, hey, you know, here are your, your options, your chains from there. And, uh, and sometimes it, you have to have the right partner, right? Because oh my God, yeah. you have a partner that's just like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of hanging out, just yeah. resting and not giving dummy. any reaction yeah, at you all. You don't need a dummy, you need a training partner, you need yeah. a Wookiee, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I, really great points, guys. So take advantage of those, especially if you're talking about um, at a seminar, trying to learn from that experience or, or, or being a good training partner. I mean, they're, hard, they're really hard to come by, you know, and, and, and when you have good partners, man, make sure you appreciate it and, and realize, let them know that, you know, no matter how great you get, you need those guys around, you need that team. So what's next? What's, not, what's next for you on the calendar? We have Worlds in three weeks. Yeah, about right? three weeks, yeah. Three weeks, two and a half. Yep. And then Pro League in 11 weeks, I think. And then ADCC in... 14, 15 weeks. Okay, so ADCC so is on the After yeah. Worlds, I have a couple of seminars in California for a week, and then I come back and start training again. And uh, so <clears throat> I know in your in some of your other discussions, you talked about you started out a little bit in MMA. Any aspirations to, to go back to MMA anytime in the future? I don't think I'm going to die without doing it, you know, because it was something that I trained. Like, I trained for a year. I at least got to go out there and fight somebody. Right, right. You know, but um, I don't see myself, I don't know, it might change. Right. And it's bad going to say stuff because people are going to assume, people who is going to watch this in a year, they're going, oh, but you say you're not going to fight MMA. No, I'm saying that <laughs> I don't see MMA as my job. Right. You know, it can happen because it's something that I like. I like to elbow people in the face, you know. <laughs> but uh, who wouldn't like that? <laughs> who wouldn't like doing that? Like, but I, I don't know, man. Like, I had to go there and try one time so I can see, man, is that fun? Is that as fun as I have fun doing jiu-jitsu? Is that better? Is that right. worse? The adrenaline is, is cool. I think something that I'm not going to like to be forced to talk shit about other people that I don't even know. 
right. and I know they work hard, you know. So you know somebody's working hard to fight you, and you know they have families too, you know they have everything. So it doesn't make sense for me to go there. Yeah. Like, man, I know you, like, even though we're not friends, but I know that, you, that you're working hard. Yeah. And then I go to a tournament because we have to fight, I have to. Bad mouth you, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah. That thing don't make sense for me. Maybe yeah. for you, you're gonna do it because you're Americans, you know, Americans are raised <laughs> like that. But, like, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. So that's something that I really hate. And I don't yeah. see myself doing it. But you talked about it earlier too with uh, winning, you know, winning, winning worlds and then getting the, the stamp of approval and then saying, hey, this is a rep representing the gym that you may open. So that type of personality, people think, oh, that's how his gym is going to be, you know. And then you have kids program, the parents bring their kids in or people that want to join. So it's not only, hey, I'm just trying to sell a fight, but this is your reputation that that's you're putting a, that's out you. there. Yeah, yeah. That's your brand. Yeah, that's your brand. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, one last thing. So MuhammadAli.com, right? So I don't know if you've ever been <laughs> to your own website. It says no. something great is coming soon. That's what it says. No. So I don't, do you have something in the works? Or? So, yeah, I'm doing a couple of stuff. I'm, um, I'm, since I have a YouTube channel, I don't know if you guys know it, but I have a YouTube channel. I started a YouTube channel just like you. I wanted to help people. Yeah. You know, like I can see stuff that a lot of people don't talk about. And when I was a blue belt, I used to think you used to, you're supposed to be like that. And then now I'm as a black belt, like traveling over 20 countries to teach and yeah. learn jiu-jitsu. I kind of, man, I want to share my experience with people. No, nice. With my friends first. Yeah, yeah. And then I started doing, and then other people was texting me, hey man, thanks for the video, he's helping me, blah, 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 blah. I said, oh, so somebody's listening. And yeah. then I got like a thousand subscribers, like, oh my God, a thousand? Oh, that's a big deal, and then 10, I think 000. I have three, by the way. Yeah, 10,000, <laughs> 10,000. Now I got to like 100,000 subscribers. And I was like, man, that's awesome. But I never teach jujitsu in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I taught here and there, but like people now are asking, man, you giving us all this information and it's helping us a lot. Maybe if you start teaching jujitsu, it's gonna help a lot too. And then I was like, man, okay, but that's my job. I'm not gonna do that for free right, for you, you know? Right. So yeah. and it's easier to to tell that for Americans. Yeah. Yeah. So now in my mind I was like, man, I'm not gonna do that in Brazil. I'm gonna start a DVD series and stuff in America. Okay. But at the nice. same time, I was like, man, I've been working with Brazilian people for a long time. Uh -huh. Maybe if I do that, they're going to be frustrated or sad. So first, I want to do something for my, my people, you know. Yeah. And then eventually come here. But I actually have a YouTube channel that I already created. Uh, it's called One Way. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's called One Way Jiu-Jitsu. You know, so I'm basically doing vlogs starting so people can know my personality a little yeah. bit. Because also what happens is that people see me competing and they think I'm, I'm a dick or something. You know, and <laughs> I had that conversation with Guilherme Mendes a couple months ago. Right. Because sometimes, man, you you there in your zone, you know, people don't know what you're, sacri exactly. what you're sacrificing yeah. to be there. People don't know what you did to just get there to be ready. And now, as soon as you get there, you're not trying to make no friends. Yeah. You're just trying to go you're, there and You're, win you're and in dominate, the zone, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So people who only see you at the tournament, they're going to judge you and think yes. you're that person. 
you are that person, but you're not that person all the time. Right, right. You know, so <laughs> I'm kind of trying to, by doing vlogs and showing people my struggles yeah. and my routine, I think that way people can know myself a little better. And eventually when they have, when I, when I have to talk about something, I come, hey guys, look, that's me. I've yeah. been through all that here. And I think this about that perspective of the game. So do you, you do English and Portuguese? Yeah, I'm doing, I have a, two different ones. Portuguese is one thing, yeah. and I'm starting one in English right now. That's one good. Way That's cool. Because yeah. also, like, even though I love my people, I, I'm all about Brazilians, you know, I go there, I help people, I build gyms. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that, but sometimes I see stuff, pictures that touch my heart or stories about yeah. kids and stuff that people do just to be able to train. You know, there was this guy, man, like, I don't know if you're supposed to talk about that, but... You, you, the, the mic is yours, man. You can talk about whatever, man, whatever you want. I, I was rolling. I have a Facebook group, right, yeah. in, back, like in Brazil. And then I saw this picture of this guy. He put a lot of plastic bags on the floor at his house. Yeah. And him and a lot of kids were training there. No mats. No matches. No just plastic. No carpet. It's yeah. like dirt. Wow. Dirt. And they put a, like a plastic bag and train. And then I saw that. I was like, man, I gotta help these people. You know. So listen, I went to my Instagram post, and then we raised I think six thousand dollars, which nice. is a like good money in Brazil. Right. So I was like, man, I'm gonna build his gym. You know. So I was ready to. I, I bought the mats right away, uh -huh. you know, I bought the mats right away, they got mats, they already have mats, so now, man, you have mats, but if it rains, it's going to mess up the right, mats, so, right. I, I have my, so now I'm feeling like, man, I have the responsibility to keep the mats clean and working for years, mm. because that can change a lot of people's life. Yeah. So then, when you do GoFound, it takes like two months or three months to, you know, to come through the money to come through. Okay. So man, we got the money. I have a real friend of mine who lives there. He went there to see the, the guy again to, hey man, let's build the gym. Yeah. As soon as he got there, his, his house, it was only one room for him, his, his um, wife, and I think four kids. Wow. Only one little room. And yeah. they didn't have a bathroom. It was just a little thing outside that they would, you know. And there was like, man, first, before you build the gym, give this guy a bathroom. Yeah. He needs that. Yeah. Because people can get sick or whatever. Yeah. Man, when he went there, there was no more house. Wow. It was raining a lot, wind blew his house, man. And there was like, brother, I, I was like, man, thank Were you God. able to find, were, were you able like, to find him? I was like, thank you because yeah. So, because it took so long to get the money, yeah. now we have the opportunity to build this guy a house. Yeah. You know, so, so like starting, now, starting over, we, yeah. yeah, like, we, of course, I'm, I'm gonna try to maybe get more money to, you know, build the gym. But, man, they cry, man, they, they sent me a lot of video crying, like saying thank you and stuff, but it wasn't me, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I just saw it, I talked to people, hey, let's help. And the people all, I can, all I can contributed. send you like yeah. $200, but I cannot yeah. build you a house. But if, I, if the BJJ community gets together to help these people, and they did. So I got super happy and I did it, I did it twice already. Yeah. 
one gym I was able to build the whole gym and everything. I was so happy, you know. So the point was, I was trying to talk about <laughs> like Brazilian yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I love Brazilians, but at the same time, I have fans here too. Yeah. And people here struggle too. No, absolutely. It's not, it's not because you don't have these specific problems that you don't have problems at all. It, it, it's the same thing we talk about. Right. In the you have you have different problems, but yeah. yeah so. I have the opportunity because I have the experience, yeah. not the medal. Medal doesn't mean a lot if you don't have the experience behind and good stuff behind the right medal. Right. right? I just so, as opposed, I was a gym rat forever, and I got the medal. You have you have history, you have experience, you have background. So yeah, I'm trying to use that to help people. You know, to hey guys, I know it's bad for you. I know you're struggling right now, but there are people out here. They don't even have a gi. Yeah. They don't have a mat. They don't even have mats. Yeah. So, is that really a big deal what you're going through? Maybe, but you you have to understand that if it's bad right now, you have options to. If you look up a little bit, you're gonna see options to yeah. be a happy person. You know, to live, to lose your weight, to be a better person, better looking, or whatever, whatever you're trying to get. But if you don't understand that everybody's struggling because in Instagram everybody's perfect. Oh right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Instagram filter, everything, everything's perfect. But you hit on this this point. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this, but we get lost in gi versus no gi, leg locks versus no leg locks, IBJJF versus submission only. We get lost in all of this conversation where the stories like the one you just told. They don't even make they don't even make make the make the news at all. People don't even hear about things like this because we're so lost in these other problems that aren't even problems, you know. So when I hear a story like that, this is why, like you were saying, you have your YouTube page that you do it. This is one of the reasons why I do it. There's information that that needs to get out so people can actually see the true benefits of jujitsu. You know, and most people think, oh, it's just guys that are rolling around and fighting and being aggressive. And it's like, it's, it's so much more than that. The community, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the, the help for humanity, all of those things get lost, you know? A lot. And the, the bad thing is that, I'm not going to say they're bad, right. but I'm going to use bad people just to give you the example. Bad people are saying whatever they want to say, whatever they're feeling. And good people are silent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's often the case. So it's often every, the case. every time I talk to good people, people that I love, some people, man, just to be around, you feel the energy, you feel naturally yeah. better. And like, I, every time I talk to these people, man, why don't you do videos to share that? Because, oh man, people don't want to hear that. And usually it's the case. People yeah. don't want to hear that. Man, somebody's struggling and somebody's helping these people. No, they want to hear that somebody's talking shit yeah. about other people. Because they, they, think, they feel like that lifts them up to hear that somebody else is doing worse than they are. Like the, like the Instagram piece, right? Where it's, it's so fake because, hey, I got to look good to make other people feel like, you know, they're below me. You know, it's, and one more thing about jiu-jitsu is that even though it's a great sport, most people, I'm not going to say everybody, even though I want to say everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say everybody because it's not everybody. But I want to say everybody. Most people in Jiu-Jitsu, I'll talk about me now, didn't do good at soccer. Mm -hmm. You try soccer, 
but he's not a soccer player. Right. And right. Then you move on. You try basketball. You know, seven feet. <laughs> so you're not gonna be a basketball player, no right. soccer player. But now you try school, but you, you don't have great grades yeah. too. So now, man, now I'm training. You know, I'm 15 or whatever. I didn't do good at anything, so pro I'll probably be a low self-esteem dude. Yeah. And then I do jujitsu, and jujitsu yeah. hugs me. Yeah. Like does everybody else. And eventually, this person wins a world championship. Yeah. What is the problem now? No problem. That's great. A, a person who never did anything great, now he's doing something great. But that low self-esteem is still there. It's still there. So now they want to step on people's back, on yeah. people's head, to make sure they're going to feel better forever. Yeah. You know, because they never felt that, that good before. So now that's the problem. If you're a white belt, you just get into jiu-jitsu and you watch a guy, oh man, I like, the, I like his style. I'm going to follow him and see what he does. Yeah. And now you think that's the norm. That's the way to do it. Because yeah. you low self-esteem too, you fat, you doing whatever at home. And now you're watching this, oh, that's why he does, okay. I'll be great so I can talk shit about people too. Yeah. I can, you know, so that's the problem, I think. I think good people should... No, no, like nobody's good, nobody's bad. I mean, everybody's good and everybody's bad. Yeah. But I think, man, like we should be more than just that. Yeah. More than just fighters. Like, okay, that's cool to be a fighter. That's cool to be a winner. But that's not gonna last forever. What is it gonna last forever? If you can touch people yeah. every day, if you the legacy by, you leave behind. If by Absolutely. teaching jujitsu, man, some people are just dark. They've been driving all day in this traffic. They've been working a job that they don't like. They've been maybe stuck in the family's responsibilities and everything that they're not happy about. And they come to the gym and see his coach being dark too. He's like, oh, that's life. Yeah. But if they come to the gym and see light. And everyone's uplifting. If they feel warm, yeah. somebody, yeah. hey man, how yeah. are you, uplifting. brother? Yeah, you, yeah, brother? yeah, making you feel, but, yeah. And now you're like, oh my God. You feel air, you're not suffocating anymore, yeah. you know? So now you want more jiu-jitsu, you want your wife to train, you want your kids to train, and now all your family are going to a tournament on the weekend. Yeah. All your family is doing something on the weekend, and now you like, oh my God, there is life. Yeah. I'm living my life, you know? So I believe in all that, so that's why I try to do myself, because if I think different, I shouldn't shut up and, oh my God, that's the way it is, or whatever. It is the way it is, you know, but you have a lot more to learn from jiu-jitsu than just killing people, being yeah. aggressive. Just, and, yeah, just the physical aspect of you it. Know. Powerful. So as we wrap up, let's say I'll give you an open mic to shout out your sponsors or, or uh, anybody that you want to give a shout out to here. Yeah, when I first you, man. Oh, no, thank oh you. I appreciate God. it. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> Even though I got a, a little traffic. Yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> a little bit. It was, it was fun. It was yeah. fun, fun um, experience. And also, it's a good opportunity to show people my personality. Yeah. You know? Because that's what I say. Like, people see you competing, they think you're a dick or something. Yeah. Which is sometimes a true, you know, which is the case sometimes. But sometimes you're just trying to 
win in life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more than just a medal. It's more than just something. You have something behind you. Purpose. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. a lot of times, yeah. a lot of people behind you that depend on their, those results and you're not really there to make friends. But that doesn't mean you don't care about anything else. You don't care. Like, no. Like, now is my time, my moment to do something that I've been training for a decade to yes. accomplish. You know, so... It's always great to do podcasts and do stuff in English now that I, I'm confident about my English because yeah. I used to be super shy and like, oh my God, don't speak English. People are like, hey, do you speak English? Like, no, no, don't speak English. You know, so now I'm more confident, more comfortable doing it and making friends, man. Like I, I came here, I saw this beautiful gym, you know, so I want to thank them too. Yeah, shout out to the compound for hosting us here today. You know, beautiful gym, man, beautiful place. Um... Yeah, we're looking at the tournament tomorrow. Yeah, speaking of that, so tomorrow, guys, here at the compound is a Trap BJJ Invitational. Uh, we're going to live stream it on the on the Trap BJJ uh, YouTube page, so it'll be live streamed. Uh, at least the, the first Matt Will, so all the championship matches. And uh, we'll have some interviews, some guest commentators. I'll be on the microphone commentating. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm not actually competing. I'll be commentating. But, yeah, shout out to the compound for hosting it, and shout out to uh, Trap BJJ for running it. Um, Shout out to BJJ Goons, because I know you were on there, and I know Tim yeah, mentioned the same uh, thing for us, the first uh, BJJ Black Belt World Champion to be on our show as well. I know you oh. were the first one on the Goons. If you can convince them to watch this podcast, I'm still trying to get on with them. We do a little collabo. Yeah, I'm trying to reach out to Tim on Instagram, so it'd be, uh, I think it'd be really cool. Black Excellence, as we like to say, we get uh, BJJ Goons and uh, Workplay Obsession, we get us together. And then we make it happen. Uh, I think it'll be great. Um, May 18th, Grappling Industries, guys, in Frederick. So go ahead and head out there if you're not competing. Come on and cheer out our young grapplers uh, coming up. And then May 27th, guys, May 27th, Monday, Operation Rise Up. So something we talked about. We're hosting here at the compound. We're going to do a May 27th Memorial Day. So we're going to have an event where we run Murph, which is a, a CrossFit type event. Immediately following that, we're going to have a yoga event. And then after that, we're going to have some veterans talk about post-traumatic stress. And then after that, we're going to have a jiu-jitsu open mat from 1 o'clock until uh, 3.30. So June? Uh, May 27th. Yeah, it's a Monday. We're off for Memorial Day. So yeah, we're going to have food, drinks, people coming out, hanging out. Um, but it goes back to the sense of community and it's uh, our our opportunity and our effort at giving back to the community and uh, bringing people together um, to, to share with each other. So uh, I agree with you 100%. Um, you don't hear much about what the good people are doing. You know, you hear uh, the, the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil or, or whatever they say. It's, uh, that's what you hear about the most. Um, shout out to uh, Catalyst Fight Management. You need to hit me up because I know we're talking about some other stuff we got in the works, so let's make sure we talk. So, um, Hyperfly, Zebra Man. There we go. Uh, Monkey Tape, those are my people. Yeah. And of course, my team, Tillary Irving, you know, I'm happy. So, uh, once again, what's the YouTube page again? One Way Jiu Jitsu. One Way Jiu Jitsu, guys. Check it out while you're on YouTube. Make sure, well, you might be checking it out here, otherwise, you could be listening to the podcast. Uh, Workplay Obsession, uh, Life in Jiu Jitsu. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Facebook and iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Music. Oh my God. We're on all of them, man. We're just oh trying to reach God. as many people. I gotta do it. Yeah, we're trying to reach it. as many people as possible, guys. Thanks for tuning in. 
Until next time, guys, keep grinding. Wuss.